Hey friends, welcome to Faith Coffee and a Kid podcast. This is your host, Sheree, and I am so blessed that you are here. I hope you are listening to this, sitting down with a big cup of joe in your cozy chair, and that just gives me so much joy to think that that's what you're doing. I don't know if that is. Maybe you're taking a walk or doing the laundry or washing dishes or doing one of the many errands that we do as moms, right? Um, Today's special because I am introducing a new series to the podcast called 15 Tips to Avoid Single Mom Burnout. So if you haven't already figured it out, I have a heart for single moms. Um, I believe, to be honest, that it's my ministry. And I didn't plan on falling into a single mom ministry, but it just happened, right? It's funny how life is and how God kind of puts things in your path to use it to his glory. And that is what a single mom's ministry has that I have tried to do with my experience as a single mom. And, you know, if you're a single parent, then you know that this road is not always an easy one, just like any other parent, right? But the difference is, is that a lot of times we're just doing it on our own, right? We're, we're shouldering a lot of the responsibility. And it's a road that's filled with twists and turns and uncertainties. Um, but there's so many blessings along the way, right? And especially when you invite God in to be head of your family. You know, I think that sometimes where so much of our fatigue comes from is that we try to do so much of it on our own that we don't give God the room to just come in and work in our life and our family's life, right? But when we make that decision to take God into our life, to surrender to him, he becomes our best partner, right? And we can find rest in his faithfulness and his goodness and his grace. So I decided to launch this series and it's actually a lead up to a long, long, long awaited book that I have been writing that has truly been a labor of love, uh, sometimes a labor of frustration. Um, But the book is entitled 15 Tips to Avoid Single Mom Burnout, just like the series. Um, And I believe in these tips so much that in 2020, I created a conference for single moms like yourself called Single Moms of Faith, Burning Bright, Not Burning Out. And the reason I wanted to do that was, well, one, again, it evolved. If you've heard the podcast before, then you know that the conference evolved um, during the time of the pandemic where I really wanted to reach out to single moms and women in general to just be encouraged, right? And I think the pandemic brought a whole different level of burnout that none of us were really equipped or expecting. And so I wanted it to be a platform and a community and a space for women to talk, right? To give speakers a platform um, to share their knowledge and wisdom and tips And so the conference was literally based off of, the topics were based off of these 15 tips that I'm launching as this podcast series. Um, And again, the reason I wanted to do this is because as a single mom, I've been there with the burnout that happens, whether it is physical, emotional, mental, 
or spiritual, right? And sometimes it's all four. I don't know if you've ever been there. You probably have, but when it's all four, it is like just kicks your butt, right? And so I wanted to talk about some really practical ways um, to help you with that burnout. Because when we burn the candle at both ends of the stick, eventually we are going to burn out, right? And women tend to take care of everyone first until they literally have nothing left to give. And look, guys, this isn't the way to live for God, for your family, or for yourself. Um, I know that there is a light that shines bright inside of you, and I don't want it snuffed out. But to keep that light burning, we have the we have to keep lighting it, right? We have that thought, we have to continue it by lighting it. And that main light source is God. And that is why all my tips are going to circle back into digging into the scripture. Okay, so these 15 tips are practical, but their foundation is based on the word of God, right? Because the word of God is our source. It is where we get our wisdom, our insight, our discipline, our discernment, our discretion. It is what is going to allow us to live our life in a way that falls into alignment with God's principles. And when we live a life that follows God's principles, when we live a life that's not self-reliant, but God-reliant, then we are creating the best life we could possibly have. And I just want to say, I 100% reject the stereotypes and labels that society throws on single moms. I cannot tell you how angry it makes me, especially, especially when I see a woman who is equipped with all the gifts and everything that God has empowered them with, and they don't use it to their potential because they're listening to people who don't have the right to invest in their lives. Okay, we are not statistics and neither are our children. That's the other thing. Look, our children were created and and knitted in our womb by God. He didn't create them to be cookie cutters. He didn't create them to fail. He didn't create them, again, to be labeled and and take on that ownership of a, a judgment or a stereotype that's not theirs. And so... I, for one, refuse to live an identity that doesn't match my identity in Christ. God created you completely equipped for this journey of single motherhood and everything that comes with it, the bad, the good, the crazy, all of it. And the best thing is he never intended for you to do it on your own. I know that's a little bit of a sidebar, but I think it's really important because when I created these tips, you know, the one thing is, is that's what I kept in mind, right? Is that not only are we often burned out just by, you know, the heaviness that our responsibilities carry or just doing it on our own in a lot of ways, um, or, or having the emotional and complex layers that come with co-parenting and all the other things, right, that happen. But a lot of times it's the way that we um, take in, right, that we take on a narrative that's not ours. And 
Um, it's something that I do address actually in the tips because I think it's really important because listen, the world burns us out, right? The secular world just burns us out. I don't know if you've been like watching the just the news lately or just in general, right? Like it's very, um, it's heavy. It's heavy and you know, I've been in that place too where I've been judged as a single parent and I really raged against that as far as what I didn't want people to view me as. But listen, that's also a big waste of time because people are going to believe what they want to believe. That's not what's important. What's important is what you believe about yourself and what you believe and know that God thinks about you. Okay. And so that these tips are going to also address that. So in the series, I'm going to offer you these 15 practical tips that you can incorporate in your daily life that make sense and that you can implement. So listen, it's a long series, guys. It's a 15-week series that's going to lead up to the launch of the long-awaited book um, so that you can have an idea of what to expect when it's available. And I'm hoping, um, depending on, you know, how well it is received in the sense of, um, you know, if you really find it valuable, I would love to create some workshops and some webinars to go along with that. Um, But after each episode, you'll have access to a resource created to encourage you um, that I really, I welcome you to share with other moms. This is your toolbox of tips that you can pull out whenever you need them. I consider this kind of preventive medicine that you can take before the burnout happens, right? Because if you're already in burnout mode, you are really experiencing some difficulties, right? And what we want to do is we want to try to, or what I tried to do is I tried to think about some of the most pressing topics, issues um, that we face as single moms, and then, you know, have a remedy for those issues, right? Like, the tips that we can, um, you know, implement in our life that can help us get through those, those difficult things. So without further delay, let me tell you the 15 tips in the series. Okay. Number one is plug into Jesus before your battery dies. Guys, this is the most, there's a reason why it's number one. Now, some of these may not be in the order that, uh, the episodes will be placed in, But number one, absolutely, is plug into Jesus before your battery dies. We cannot do any, any, anything without the Christ, the power of Christ, okay? We make sure that our cell, think of your cell phone, right? You make sure before you go to bed and when you wake up that that battery is charged at 100%. Not at 50%, not at 20%. And oh my gosh, don't let it get below, you know, 1%, right? If it's at 1%, we're in trouble because we depend on those cell phones throughout the day. You need to depend on God throughout the day. Your spiritual battery needs to be charged at 100%. And I'm going to give you some tips on how to do that. Okay, number two, revoke your Lone Ranger status and find your tribe. Okay, this one took me a long time to really implement in my life. 
And what this tip is all about really is about community. And community is not a buzzword. Community is a lifeline for your family and your friends. I mean, for your family and yourself and your friends, right? Because we are put here in community, in fellowship with one another. And sometimes what we tend to do as single parents is we become isolated in this little bubble, right? Where we're just trying to like keep it together, okay? And so what this tip is about is really digging into um, community and finding your tribe and how to be um, that person for someone else as well. Okay, three, kick stinking thinking to the curb. Listen, nothing, well, there's a lot of things that will burn you out, but your thought process has so much to do with how you feel, right? We can really psych ourselves out with our thoughts. And I'm going to really dive into Philippians and what Paul tells us to think about. I did a Bible study on um, breaking the chains of stinking thinking, and I could not write a book without including that as a tip for single moms. It's really a tip for everybody, right? Because the enemy atops you, attacks you from the top, your mind. And once he gets into your mind and he rents that space, whew, he runs, he like just runs amok, right? Um, think about so many of the things that maybe you didn't do because of your thought process, right? Because of that self-talk that is not from God, but is from the enemy. So we're going to talk about that. Tip number four, stop being a yes girl. Oh, friends, I cannot tell you how many times I have said yes and how many times I wanted to kick myself for saying yes. Um, Saying yes as a single mom to too many things will burn you out quickly. And in this tip, we're going to talk about being So in this tip of stopping a yes girl, I really want to dive into creating boundaries boldly. There is nothing wrong with creating boundaries. Matter of fact, when you create boundaries, you're not only respecting yourself, but you're respecting others because you are walking in integrity. You're being firm with your yes and firm with your no and not kind of all over the place. And not only that, you won't be resentful for doing something from the goodness of your heart, right? Okay, number five is time outs are not just for toddlers. Hmm, as a teen mom, I can tell you that this is a tip that I put into practice every week. Listen, kids can drive you a little cuckoo, right? Regardless of the age. And so before you explode and just take on all the angst that comes with parenting, especially when you don't have someone to bounce off of, like, especially when you don't have somebody to talk to about when you're going through um, a situation with your children, it's really important to take a time out for your mental health. So I'm going to give you some ideas on how you can do that. Number six is stop comparing yourself to the Joneses. As single moms, we can overcompensate for what we think our kids may be lacking or not getting because another parent is not in the house. I have done this and it is very exhausting to 
overcompensate and to compare yourself. And I think that because of the hype of, you know, Instagram and Facebook and social media, it is really easy to look at other people and think, you know, and and start to feel bad about yourself. Like I I don't give my kids what they're giving them or, you know, look at them. They look great. And here's me in my like frumpy, you know, yoga pants and long t-shirt because I'm, you know, doing 25 things a day, plus working, plus picking up the kids, plus picking up dinner. You know, listen, social media is not a place where we should um, find the standard of how we should live our life, right? And it's really important to your um, well-being to not compare yourself to the Joneses. And it's interesting, when I was writing this chapter about the Joneses, or stop comparing yourself to the Joneses. The guy who wrote the cartoon, the Joneses were actually these neighbors that nobody ever saw. They just assumed that, you know, they assumed how they lived. And I think that's what we do a lot, right? Like we always think that grass is greener on the other side, but look, it's not. Everybody has their stuff. And if you take your time comparing yourself, you really do miss out on the blessings that you do have. Okay, number seven is take the kids off your to-do list. You know, we can get so caught up in just checking things off and, and running from here to there and making sure everybody is fed and like the house is clean and, you know, all those to-dos that we can just lose the pleasure of being a mom. And so in this tip, I talk about ways that, you know, you can just kind of be present and take the kids off the to-do list and actually enjoy the gift that was given to you. Number eight is nurture your temple, body, mind, and soul. You know, God gave us our temple and he wants us to take care of it. And it does include our body, our mind, and our soul and spirit, right? And so one of the ways that burnout shows up is physically, it's mentally, it's spiritually. And it's important that we take time to take care of our bodies because when you take care of our, your body and your mind and your soul, that is going to affect the other people in your life. So we're going to give, I'm going to give you some really good tips on um, how to do that throughout the week and carving out that time for yourself. Number nine, don't hesitate to delegate. I was so good at delegating when my daughter was younger. And as they get, because when they're younger, right, they want to be your helper. As they get older, they're like, not so helpful. (laughs) Um, But listen, you are not anyone's servant, okay? It's good to serve your children just like you serve, you know, your church and your family. That's what I think we are here to do. We are here to serve. But that doesn't mean that you are um, enslaved to them. That doesn't mean that they can't help out around the house because it is a team. And I'm going to talk about building a mission statement for your family and how that works. Because I think it's really important to be on the same page regardless of their age. Okay, number 10, make your Benjamins work for you. Money, 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 right? Money is one of those topics that really can make people feel uneasy. And especially single moms because... A lot of times, you know, you are the sole income, you are providing the sole income in your family, and that is a lot of pressure. 
Um, so what this tip is really about is getting in a good relationship with your money, right? Knowing where your money is going, saving for the future, um, providing for your children if something happens to you. Just putting simple steps in place to um, alleviate some of that stress. Okay, number 11 is pursue your purpose with passion. I believe that God gives us talents and gifts and that he wants us to exercise them. You know, you can't live a life where you're just doing all the routine stuff without fueling your passion, right? And whatever that is. And so finding that time to really ask God what it is that you should be doing, right? If you don't know, or what your purpose is and really working to serve um, the kingdom through his purpose for you. Uh, Number 12 is don't be desperate for a relationship. Okay, this is a big one because I think that, you know, single moms especially, and I think single parents in general, you know, most of them that I've talked to at least are still in, in want of that companionship. And I absolutely believe in marriage. I believe in love. I believe that God intended for that, and I think that you can have that. But I think where we sometimes fall short is when we become desperate for a relationship, right? When we don't learn from the lessons of the past, um, and when we really don't, when we really don't turn to the ultimate matchmaker, which is God, right? God knows you, and He knows what He has in store for you. And so, in this tip, we talk about you know we talk about that as um, not being desperate for a relationship and not settling for less than what God has intended for you. Okay, number 13, don't badmouth your kid's dad. Do something radical, pray. Okay, I I did actually a podcast with another friend on this particular topic. And it's interesting because it the original uh, topic title was Stop Badmouthing the X. And as we had this podcast... Um, The podcast was with Grace for Single Parents, if you want to go listen to it. She has great episodes. You will love her. Um, She also spoke at the conference, too. But as we were talking, I said, you know, one of the ways that we can change our perception is stop viewing our children's dad as an ex, right? Because they're not just exed out of our lives. They are still our children's father, And so this is really about um, doing something that's countercultural, right? Like doing something radical. And that is praying for your father's or your child's father. But I also talk about um, some different steps as well in the healing process. Um, Number 14 is take ownership of your narrative with God as the author. And this goes back to that whole idea of Um, making sure that you are not just living a life that doesn't fit who you are in Christ. And so taking ownership of your narrative with God as the author by creating the action steps and the choices that allow you to live a life 
that will be your best seller. The last one is number 15, make peace with your now. Making peace with your now is being okay with your present, right? And so many times we try to live in the past or we have regrets or we have resentments. And what this tip is about is truly just making peace with where you are in your life and being okay with that. So I am super excited about diving into these tips on the podcast and finally launching the book. The tips will be published every Tuesday starting on May 10th with tip number one. Um, So please listen, take a moment to subscribe so you never miss an episode. And if you're so inclined, please leave a review. I would love to hear what your thoughts are. I hope you're having a great start to the week and I can't wait to sit down with a yummy cup of coffee and give you some practical tips on how to bring more peace and wellness into your life so you are not just surviving, but thriving for God, yourself, and your family. I hope you have a wonderful and blessed Mother's Day this weekend as well and take some time for yourself. Please give yourself an abundance of grace and a hearty pat on the back because mama, you are doing extraordinary work. Until next time, God bless.